All right, so uh, today was, uh, was supposed to be our uh, Ask Us Anything Sunday, and, uh, and it's not. We've decided to postpone. Uh, we uh, did happen to open up uh, Naomi Cottage, which is our second accommodation unit uh, up at Lilia Haven. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's, it's taken a lot of work over several months, but in particular, in the last final week, uh, and we had uh, some of our participants move into the cottage, so there was just a lot of last-minute uh, things kind of going on uh, that we needed to, to sort out, and it kind of just consumed really a lot of the week, uh, and then uh, to kind of come in, so we're like, we want to do it justice. We've had some great uh, questions uh, come in, um, some that we will probably answer you know, they're not necessarily theological questions, um, and uh, but yeah, we went. We were kind of working through them, so we will we'll, we will get to it. Don't worry. Um, we won't necessarily answer all the questions, um, but uh, but we particularly appreciated uh, Andrew Bagust and uh, and his uh, uh, several pages of questions, but. <laughs> The inevitable, very cheeky humour at the end of a lot of them. So we had a good laugh in our in our team meeting. It's great, uh, but some great questions uh, in there too. So, uh, so we're just going to uh, keep it simple today. Uh, we also acknowledge, you know, when, when kids are in, um, so we might kind of finish a bit earlier. I say that, and then who knows what'll happen. So I can let you know my plan, and then. There's the reality of what will happen, but uh, uh, we wanted to uh, to introduce someone uh, to you this morning. So we have those of you who know about the crew, which is our uh, kind of outreach centre in Rockingham. So it's not just this, you know, giant ten-acre property with multiple buildings. Uh, we also have a whole another facility uh, in in the centre of Rockingham uh, where we um, do a meal for for. Uh, for homeless people and for anyone kind of on, on welfare uh, on with a healthcare card. So a free meal on a Monday lunch, beautiful morning tea, amazing epic meal really. Uh, and then we have on Thursdays, we have a whole team of volunteers which come in and, uh, and pack food hampers and then Friday give them out. Uh, and so it's roughly about 450 people a week that are being fed and served through uh, through the program that's happening at the crew, which is amazing, so just really just blessing uh, those in our city. Uh, we always need more um, uh, volunteers, and, and really, we kind of, there's a whole lot of volunteers that are there, a whole bunch of volunteers who don't know Jesus, so there's a great mission field there, um, but, but really what we need is just people who are willing to have conversations and get to know people, love on people, share the, go- the gospel with them um, over, over a meal, or just as they're um, browsing the free op shop there on a Friday, so if we're really super keen. So even as we've been talking about with the Fivefold Family series and in the last couple of weeks talking about evangelism, if you're maybe in a situation, maybe you work uh, in, in a workplace where there's lots of Christians, you know, have a lot of non-Christians to reach out, we have them for you, pre-packaged, set aside at particular times in the week where you can go hang out with people who don't know Jesus and you can love on them and share the gospel. Amen? All right. So who has an excuse? Nobody. Uh, we've 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 even even prepared a, a place for you. We've gone beforehand and prepared a place, just like Jesus in heaven. But you don't have to die to go to the cruise, so that's good. Good news. Um, but so uh, so we had kind of uh, it was middle of the year. I get so lost in time. Uh, so uh, Sam, who was uh, managing the crew up until that time, then she has left that role to have a baby. 
who I got to have a cuddle with this morning, so that was fun. Um, and, uh, and so then we had uh, someone uh, step in uh, to, to oversee that. Uh, his name was Richard. Uh, and so he was actually planting a church in Mandra. And uh, he's done a great job in the last few months, really just kind of getting the volunteers sorted, getting some systems. We had the transition. So we were doing our Monday meal over the Salvation Army place. And now we've moved over. So we've got a commercial kitchen, beautiful cafe space set up there. So all of that transition. Uh, but he's uh, now left that role to go and focus in on the, the church planning stuff he's doing and, and other things. And so uh, we have asked, and she has said yes, uh, Kaya, uh, Leo, to step into that role. So Kaya, do you want to come forward? So Kai is our new manager at The Crew. It's very exciting. Kai was also working, if you've done any volunteering with The Crew um, or Lily Haven or The Soup Run, getting on The Soup Run. Oh, that's the other thing that we do is that we do a soup run on a Sunday night. Just a small thing. Um, then you would have uh, probably interacted with Kaya looking after all of our volunteer process. And now she's stepping into this role. So very excited. So Kaya, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Too long. <laughs> I was going to say not long enough, but it's all I say. Um, so, uh, yeah, so when I was a youth pastor at, at the previous church we planted out and, and Kai was one of my youth leaders. And, uh, and so, yeah, we journeyed together many, many years ago. And I think it's like, that was like probably 15, 16, 17 years ago, 20 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah, you are. I was 20. Just a surprise. I know, shock. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So, w w would you like to tell us a bit about yourself? Who are you? Yeah, yeah just about you. Just your um, your blood type, um, all that sort. Of, no, no, not really. I actually don't know my blood type, so I can't help you with that one. Yeah, my name's Kaya. It's a very strange name. It comes from Finland. My mum's Finnish. Uh, Dad's Australian. Yep, and uh, I guess. I started off in teaching, so I was a phys ed and health teacher. I've taught at Mandra Baptist College, South Coast Baptist College and Kennedy Baptist up in Perth. And then it was actually through Brad, and I actually want to honour you today, Brad, because um, I had felt the Lord, this was back, this is talking 20 years ago, I'd felt the Lord ask me to step out of playing competitive basketball and I didn't know what to do and Brad was in my sport group and he's like, come along and join our youth group. And I was like, okay. And I went along and I didn't like it. And so I decided to go back and play basketball again and he was like, what are you doing? He kept me fully accountable to what the Lord had asked me to do. And it's through that that I end up um, stepping into ministry and a lot of my life has been in ministry since. So, yeah, I just want to honour you, Brad, for that. Yeah. You're welcome. It's not normal that people say accountability was a good thing, so <laughs> it's, it's good. Uh, and, and in your kind of recent ministry history, you've been overseas, a lot of travel ministry in foreign nations. Do you want to give us a short rundown on that? Yeah, short rundown. I uh, went to YWAM. And in Kona, Hawaii, so can't complain about that. Uh, and from there, I ended up going to a church in Santa Ana, California, and was a, a part of the church there on and off due to visa situations for about five years. Uh, and they have a huge homeless ministry there in Santa Ana. It's one of the biggest um, capital centers of homelessness in America. Uh, 
And then from there, they have a church plant in Bangkok, Thailand. And so my last role was lead pastoring the church there in Bangkok. And during my time there, we moved the church into the red light district um, in one of the biggest and the first red light districts in Bangkok. And so um, very much started to see the fruit of reaching out to that community there. And then COVID brought me back. Hmm. Hooray for COVID. For us, anyway. Um, yeah, and so what are, your, what are some of your dreams, desires for, for the crew in that space? I think ultimately my, my dream for the crew was that it would one day never exist. That metric of, of zero homelessness. Mm. <laughs> Zero brokenness in our city. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I think in the present time it's that it's a safe place for, for people to come from all walks of life and that they would, yeah, be loved, be loved on. Amen. Amen. It's great. God loves this city, God loves this region, God loves this nation, uh, as he does, but, uh, but really it's about the church being strategic about seeking the welfare of the city, and this is one of those opportunities that we have, one amongst many, and, uh, and really I think what I'm excited about, you know, in, in, in knowing Kaya and knowing her heart is, is really seeing where we're, we're meeting people's needs, their felt needs, and now we're really excited about seeing transformation in people's lives and seeing people come out of homelessness, come out of brokenness, applying all the tools that God has, has taught us in this community. But, uh, but, and, and really feeling like across the board, it's God is transitioning us out from being not just a family that loves well and, and journeys together well, but a family that loves the city well, loves the region well. Uh, and so we're just going on that you know sort of gentle journey of God kind of awakening us to, to, the, to the needs in our city and his desire to see uh, our, our city and our region transformed so very exciting we're just going to pray for, for Kaya and just kind of commission her in this, uh, in this new role so you're welcome to come up the front Don't be shy. Anyone can come up if you want to come up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Papa. Thank you, Father. We thank you for, uh, for this wonderful servant of yours, God, one who has been captivated by your heart, Lord, but also carries your heart and your desire uh, to see breakthrough and transformation uh, of people, Lord. Uh, and Father, we just uh, we pray a blessing over her, Lord. We thank you for, uh, for health, for energy, for strategy, Lord, wisdom and insight, God. As she steps into this new role, we pray protection and blessing over her, Lord, over her household, Father. Um, and Father, we just... Uh, we come in agreement, we commission her, Father, into this new role, and we thank you, Lord, that she is not alone, uh, that she is not out there doing the work, Father. She is just there uh, facilitating the work of your people in this space. So we thank you, Father, even where you would captivate our hearts, Lord, to, to give us a love uh, for the broken, for the lost, stir up in our hearts, Lord. Uh, but we just pray blessing over her, everything that she needs, Lord. We thank you for, uh, for insight, Lord. Even just that, uh, that apostolic prophetic sight, Lord, to see, to see what needs to be done, Father. We thank you for strategies from heaven, blueprints from heaven, even awakening her in the night, Lord, 
that she would see what you're doing, the plans that you have, Father. We bless her in Jesus' name. Amen. I could just see that, like the, the Scripture says, that the streets of heaven are paved with gold. And I just see your feet, even as you walk the streets, it's like they're walking on the, it's bringing the gold dust from the streets of heaven to the, to the earth. And so, Father, I just pray for that increase of sight that prophetic sight, even into the spirit realm, Father God, that she is one that walks with authority. And even as she casts her vision, Father, there's favour on it. There's favour on it to catch the heartbeat of the Father. There's favour on you, Kaya. There's favour. And I saw like a mantle um, being shifted almost like from Greg to you and that you're going to walk with the favour of the council, the favour of the government, that it's actually extending beyond the region, that there's a favour with um, the state government even to the federal So, Father, I just thank you for those um, protection. I thank you that you're actually increasing the size of the angels that you're putting around her. There's a military armoured guard around her, Father God, that she's going into places, Father God, in the low and in the high, in the lowly, with the broken and the high places of government. Father God, I just thank you that you make a way in your perfect timing. I thank you for divine connections, Father God, the right people around her. Father, I just thank you for intercessors, even to just their hearts burdened to pray for her, Father, daily. Lord, just to hedge her in, to hedge her in, hedge her in, hedge her in. Yeah, there's an increase of authority. It's an increase of authority, an inca- increase of the metron, the sphere of influence. Mm. Lord, we just thank you for this mission or girl, this mission or woman, Lord. <coughs> thank you, Lord, that as she walks the streets of Rockingham, she's not only looking for the lost, but she's pulling people in a side beside her, Lord, on this mission, Father. And we agree with her, Lord, for zero. Zero homeless, Lord. It's a, it's, it's a big ask. We didn't see that coming. But, Lord, we just thank you for that zero, Lord. We, that's what heaven desires, Father. And, Lord, we are going to be a part of it in our season, in our generation, Lord. And we just, Lord, we set her aside and we thank you for her, Father, for, for her heart, Lord. She's been lonely at many times in different parts of the world, Lord, that being prepared for a time such as this. And we thank you for her, Father. We thank you for her, Father, and we set her aside for this, this journey, this calling, this anointing, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yekai, I just give you full permission that we trust you as a leader, that you're someone that is worthy of being followed, that we trust you uh, with the hearts of our volunteers, we trust you with the hearts of our city, we trust you with the brokenness and we remove every burden that you might feel that you need to carry. We break that off in Jesus' name and say this is going to be easy, that who you are is all you need to take into this place. And so we bless who you are and you bless your ministry across our city. And with your permission, we just welcome your, your, your personal spirit here to Rockingham. We welcome you here to this place. And it's not, it's not going to blow up in your face, Kaya. You get to trust and attach and give yourself here. And you're not going to lose it all. It's not going to blow up in your face. 
You're safe and you're covered and you're familyed and you belong. And we love you and we see you and we're committed to you and you're not doing this alone. And you get to do this weak and afraid and not knowing how to do it. You have permission to be little and God will be big. And he is the one who will bring the power and the breakthrough and the supplies and the favour and the anointing. You just get to be dependent and familyed. And just welcome home, Kaya. Amen. It's good. Amen. Hey, Kaya is is very much a team player and she's looking for a team. So not just, again, people who can come and maybe hang out, but people who really would be committed into that space. So please, like, see myself, Greg, Kaya, and to say... I feel my heart being drawn into that into that space. So we need more hands and feet on the ground. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Hey, so we uh, I spent the last couple of Sundays talking about um, evangelism. So what it is to be a fivefold family uh, that is evangelistic, so that. Uh, that understands the gospel, shares the gospel. And I thought it'd be good and encouraging um, just to spend a little bit of time just kind of hearing a couple of testimonies from people in our community uh, that are just out there living everyday lives uh, with with kingdom intentionality. And uh, so we just had some kind of stories and things trickle through. So I just want to invite uh, Ebony up first. I can use this mic. Um, so Ebony uh, works as a personal trainer and uh, amongst other things that you do. Um, but uh, do you just want to share kind of a little bit about your story, even just recently in the last couple of weeks, some evangelism kind of stories, shifts of mindsets, opportunities that have come up? Yeah. Thank you. I'm a bit nervous about um, <laughs> um Yeah, so I actually last week um, when Brad was preaching on evangelism, um, I had got some prayer and I didn't think anything of it and I went about my week and just all these divine opportunities came just, I don't know, just to be like like Jesus to people, you know, like just love on them. Um, and I had just, oh man, where do I start? Hang on, <laughs> let me just think. Um, I, okay, so I, I put something up on last Sunday on my Instagram just, you know, like of paradox, right? And someone's like, what is this paradox thing? And I was like, oh, that's my church, you know? And then I put another thing up once about, because um, I put up scriptures every now and again, you know, and someone was like, oh, um, my neighbour goes to a Pinjara church. And so I've just, I haven't met these people in person. It's just through social media. And um, just feel like the last week, it's just all these things have popped up. And I'm like, oh, this is so exciting, Lord. Like, so cool. So um, knowing these few incidents recently, I just decided, oh, I'll just pray, Lord. Like, can you help me out here and just bring more of this you know, and like let my heart be intertwined with yours so that whatever I do and whatever people ask me comes from you and just like, Lord, like lead the way. Um, then I even have had this one lady, I didn't say a thing, we went out rock climbing um, last week, well, sorry, this week, sorry, um, and she just started like telling me all this spiritual stuff going on right and I was like whoa this is like full on so I was able to language some parts um, and encourage her that she's not crazy (laughs) Um, and just I don't know just because I'm learning more about that part of discerning of spirits and things like that so I was able to go oh I'm actually learning about that right now I can give you a book if you want to read it so like I couldn't I, I wasn't able to fully you know 
hooker in around me, but I was able to plant a seed. And I feel like I've been able to plant little seeds everywhere. Um, and then, like, just yesterday, I was doing boot camp and um, I had, like, like, I prayed again, the same kind of prayer, like, Lord, just whatever you want to do today, like, let my heart be one with you and stuff. And I had this uh, client and she just started crying and I'm like, oh, my gosh, Lord, okay, what's going on here? And so I was able to kind of come alongside her and, like, pray, like, under my breath. And then after, I just decided, like, hey, I can't do anything properly to help you, but I had this chocolate bar and I felt like to give, like, this healthy chocolate bar. And I was like, hey, I'm going to give you this healthy chocolate bar, you know, like... That does solve everything, apparently. You know, like, I said to her, like, I can't change, like, because she had two people, you know commit suicide and I said look I can't change the situation but chocolate is helpful sometimes in those times of need you know so it was like one of those things right here you go so um just kind of just to share that and then another this last one was really cool I've been um journeying with this one client she's she she's a Christian and she's had some stuff happen with the church so she's a bit scared and I know there's I can sense that there's some stuff um from childhood things there and um she just like I got five to ten minutes into our training session and she just started crying. And I was like, oh, Lord, this is the second person this morning. It's not even lunchtime yet. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't even 10 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, great. All right. All right, come on. I was like, we'll go on the treadmill. We'll go for a walk. And then, yeah, no, I needed to go to the office. So I stuck in the office. We, I locked the door. No one could come in and had a chat to her. Hey, what's going on? She, you know, she didn't know what's going on. Um, I knew deep down there was something bigger. Um, and so she mentioned that she'd had some kind of church wound stuff happened and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, by the way, prior to all this, I've, kind of, I've planted seeds to paradox. Hey, I can come pick you up along the way and, you know, crickets, but <laughs> I'm still trying, you know what I mean? Like, okay, <laughs> all right, I'm still here, <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, so I had a chat to her and um, we dug a little bit deeper and I was like, there's something going on here. I was like, oh, anything you can put your finger on, you know, and she blurted out, oh, well, Anyway, I was, I was working and this happened and they changed plans for this and they changed plans for that and I felt like it was a control issue thing, you know, like every, and so everything needs to be in control um, and from what I've learned through Elijah House stuff, I know that um, when we haven't had that in our childhood or, you know, lack of control, when we get a little bit older, when we can control things you want to, then we're like, oh, cool, and we put it in this order and it's all fine. But then when someone comes in there and, you know what I mean, like messes it up, it's like, oh. So anyway, it was like that. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. So um, I was able to just um, actually refer her on to um, a counsellor, um, Lindy. So I was like, because she goes, oh, I've seen a therapist and, you know, I thought I've dealt with all this stuff, you know, and I was like, God, there's a deeper thing in here, you know, we need to deal with the root. And, you know, like I was kind of like sat her down. I was like, what's going on right now? Uh, I was like, we need to deal with the root of the problem. Like, you know, have you seen that movie Shrek? It's like layers, you know, like onions have layers. Like, <laughs> and so I used that analogy with her and... Um, and then she's like, oh, We call okay. that Shrek evangelism. Yeah. Shrek. So I use that analogy, you know, like, oh. And I was like, able to, like, share that with her and share some stuff with me. She's like, oh, I don't know why I'm crying. I was like, it's okay. I cried yesterday. It's all good. Like, you know, anyway, so able to share Lindy with her. And then um, and I said, she's amazing. She's helped me so much. And I still see her now. Like, yeah, I love, just like talking to her as well. She's pretty cool. Um, she's quite qualified as well. And she brings Holy Spirit in and... And she goes, oh, yeah, I might like that. And I was like, cool. And she's like, well, she talk about my church stuff or like whatever. And I was like, oh, oh if you want to, you can. Yeah, I'd like to because I'd like to come back to church. And I was like, oh, yes, woohoo. <laughs> so I was kind of like, because I know that she wants to and, 
yeah, anyway, I want to come alongside her and that. And then so um, after, I was like, can I pray for you? And I was like, oh, cool. And she said, yes, so I got to pray for her and that was really cool, so... But I get really excited about evangelism, as you can tell. Like, as I start talking about it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Bubbles up and I, like, explode, like, woohoo! <laughs> you know. It's great. That's good. I saw some thank you, Ebony. It's great. See, and this is every day just, like, in her job, asking the Lord, give me opportunity. I think that's such a, a key that we, we ask the Lord, give me opportunity, and he will, because his desire is for, for those people. And if you make your desire position for his desire, then it will work through. Um, but that's, you know, you don't have to, she doesn't, she's employed to, to personally train people. And in the midst of that, they're walking away, getting fitter and, and getting Jesus. And so it's a double bonus. So it's a, it's a great, uh, great business strategy there. So it's good. And, uh, and Kathy, where's Kathy Wilson? This is Kathy, everyone. How are you with the microphone? I'm fine. Oh, thank good. You. That's yeah. good. Um, I, I've often found it's the people who say, oh, I'm just really nervous. I don't know what to say here. Then just can talk, you know, so <laughs> it's good. Um, it, is, it is on. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I mean, Kathy shared a little bit with me last week, but yeah. I just wanted you to share even just your kind of journey of even kind of being out there in the shopping centre and that yeah. overcoming the fear I'd to be to. able to actually yeah. kind of interact even with, with strangers. So. Well, first of all, I have to tell you that I used to be gripped with fear. I could not speak to anyone and especially evangelism. evangelism every time I thought about speaking with someone, this fear would cut, rise up within me and I think, I can't do it, I can't do it. So for quite a while I was praying and I was saying, Lord, I don't want to have this fear. I want to be able to speak to whoever you want me to. I want to be able to go out in the street and pray for people. And this particular night, I wasn't focused on that at all. I, we were living up in Les Murdy and, you know, ladies, you know when you're cooking something and suddenly you haven't got one of the ingredients. And I said to my husband, I'm going up to the supermarket, I'll be really quick and I'll get this ingredient and I'll be back. Anyway, the Lord had a different plan. I went up there and there was a guy standing outside collecting money, you know, the backpackers that would collect money before COVID for, and then they'd be backpacking around Australia. And there was this young guy there and I said to him, well, on my way out, I'll have some change and I can give it to you. So I raced in the supermarket, get what I wanted, I come out and I started to talk to him. And I suddenly, I just said to him, his name was Ramon, and he was French. And I said, Ramon, you know the Lord loves you. And he said, yeah, I know that. He said, my mum back in France is a, obviously is a Catholic and goes to church. And I said, you know, Ramon, you need to, you know, Jesus loves you so much. You need to look at giving your heart to the Lord. And he said, well, look, I'm traveling for three months with my girlfriend. When I get back to France, I'll look into it. And it was just the Holy Spirit. All of a sudden, I just... I could feel the power of God over this whole situation. And I put my hand on his arm and I said, Ramon, you need to give your heart to the Lord today. And I'm thinking, what am I, what's happening here? This isn't me. Because I think the Lord did it to show that it's not our strength. We just need to step out and he'll give us the words to speak. So he said, okay, so there's people trying to put money in his thing and I'm leading him in the Lord's prayer. And, and he was just... Honestly, the power of God was so, it was just so amazing. And anyway, I said, Ramon, I've got to go now. But I went back home. I didn't tell you this part. I went back home and I was so excited. I wasn't hungry anymore. I didn't want to eat dinner anymore. I was excited. And I said to my husband, 
we're not even having tea yet, I've got to go back up there. Because he didn't have a lot of grasp of the English language. He said he was going to download a Bible. And so I downloaded an app, a translation app, and I put some scriptures in there. And I said, Lord, if you want me to see him again, he'll still be there. And I went back up there, and his cap was around the other way. And you could see that, the, that he was really had been touched by the Lord. And he saw me, and he says, oh, you know, he was glad to see me again. And I showed him these scriptures in the, in the app. And he just, he was just, I, every time I think of him now, I pray for him. But I just want to share two other instances in the supermarket that happened. I was in Coles again in, up in Kalamunda. And I'd had a, a bone graft taken out of my hip. And I, I used to um, limp for nearly three months. It was just an awful thing to go through. And I saw this lady, and this old lady, and she was near the mayonnaise section, and she was quite short. And she said to me, I'm, I said, what, are you looking for something? And she said, oh, I can't find my mayonnaise. And I said, well, can I help you? And she told me it was a salad cream, and it was right on the top shelf, so I got it for her. And then I saw her a little bit later in the supermarket, and she was limping. And I said to her, why are you limping? And she said, oh, I've got a terrible hip pain. And I said, would you mind if I prayed for you? And she said, oh, I would love you to pray for me. So I'm in the middle of the supermarket praying for her, and the same thing happened. All I can relate it to is like, you know, I think it was Get Smart, I used to have this cone of thing. Well, it just feels like the Holy Spirit is surrounding whoever I'm praying for. And I prayed for this lady, I prayed for a hip, and I said, is that okay? She said, oh, I've got a sore knee as well, so I prayed for a sore knee. <laughs> And then one other time that I was in the same supermarket, I heard this lady, she was about my age, and she had an, oh, her mum with her, and she was um, helping her shop, and she had a sore shoulder. And um, I could hear her, and I just kept shopping, didn't think anything of it, got to the checkout, put my stuff on the, on the um, thing to get go through, and all of a sudden they were right behind me. So I said to her, I said, I... I hope you don't mind, but I heard that you had a sore shoulder. I said, would you mind if I prayed for you? And she said, yeah, I don't mind. She said, you know, I pray at night. So my stuff's going through the checkout and it all finished and I'm praying for her. And then I said to her, well, do you know, have you ever had the experience of being born again? And she said, no. And I said, well, obviously I've got to pay for my thing. I can't do it now. But I, showed, I told her about the Lord's Prayer. I said, go home tonight and pray that. So the Lord has taken away that fear, but it was, honestly, it gripped me. And I know that he, if he can do it for me, he can do it for anyone else. You just need to believe God and step out and say, I'm going to step out in my fear. And once you've stepped out in that fear, the enemy doesn't have a hold anymore in my life in that area. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, let's pray for that. Father, we just pray that you would break fear off your people in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, that your word says you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So we thank you, Father, that we walk in power in the Holy Spirit. We walk in love in the Holy Spirit, and we walk in sound-mindedness in the Holy Spirit, Father. We thank you for these testimonies, Lord, and even as there is power in a testimony, because uh, even as Kathy just said, if, if the Lord can do it for me, He can do it for you. It is your desire. So we thank you, Father, just for open doors, 
ourselves. We thank You that You would even just stir in our hearts, Lord, that we would wake up and we would pray that prayer. Lord, show me an opportunity today, Lord. Bring someone along my path today and give me the boldness to see You work, God, that we would be excited about seeing breakthrough and transformation in other people's lives. Thank You, Lord. Amen. That's awesome. Exciting. Share your testimonies. We love hearing testimonies. Come and share it. Type it on the page. Send an email. Do all that sort of stuff. It's always really exciting. Awesome. That's all we've got for the main gathering time. So we'll, we're going to...